Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Chelsea McLaughlin. And I'm Laura Brodnick. And Laura, it is a blessed day, may it's I say? your biggest day of the year. Is it bigger than Christmas, bigger than whatever else they celebrate New Zealand? <laughs> whatever else they celebrate <laughs> New Zealand. it's a foreign country <laughs> that I don't understand the customs and ways there. <laughs> Mostly very similar. But yes, today, Handmaid's Tale Season 5 releases on SBS On Demand and SBS Tonight. I am so excited. Handmaid's is like 80% of my personality <laughs> at this point. So, hey, big day for me. So you can check that out tonight. But today, we have to talk about a kind of disturbing story that's been playing out in the tabloids over the past few months. So you may have seen headlines and images about Cara Delevingne having what looks to be a rough time recently. So today we're going to talk through the unusual series of events that have got us to this point and also about how, you know, after so many discussions in society about tabloids and celebrity and mental health, how this story in particular shows that we maybe haven't made as much progress as we think we have. But first, the entertainment news headlines of the day. I have news. What's the hot gossip? I want more headlines. Okay, kicking things off today with some movie news. So obviously with all the excitement of the Emmys this week, we kind of missed this one when it came out. But the first trailer for the highly anticipated new movie Babylon came out this week. That's from filmmaker Damien Chazelle, who's known for Whiplash and, of course, La La Land. So the movie is set in the late 1920s in Hollywood, and it's kind of about the movie industry's big transition from silent films to talkies. So that's movies with talking, in case that wasn't clear to anyone, but I'm sure sure it's self-explanatory. You you guys get it. So Babylon kind of goes into the rise and fall of all these multiple, very glamorous characters in the film industry. And it has been described as the great Gatsby on steroids, which when you see the trailer will make so much sense. But what's really been buzzy about this movie is the cast. So you've got Margot Robbie and everyone's been saying for months because a few people have seen bits of the movie beforehand or on the set and they're all saying like, this is the movie movie that's going to get her her Oscar. It's kind of like a locked-in deal. So we've got Margot Robbie, Brad Pitt, and then our absolute favourite, Jean Smart, isn't it as well, along with Olivia Wilde and Samara Weaving, just to name a few. It's one of those things where they've just got like every frame as a famous person. (laughs) And the trailer just looks crazy. What about you? Sorry? If you could go anywhere in the whole world, where would you go? I always want to be part of something bigger. Love that answer. Something that lasts, that means something. Something yes. more important than life. Yes. It's written in the stars. I am a star. When I first moved to LA, signs on all the doors said, no actors or dogs allowed. I changed that. And now, 
Y'all ready for something different? Whoa! It's the most magical place in the world. Babylon is going to be out in cinemas on December 25, so it's one of those big Christmas releases that we're looking forward to. Okay, Chelsea, we have some very important world news, a mystery to unravel. I'm obviously (laughs) joking because even as I was writing this out, I was like, this is so stupid. Why are we even talking about this? But, you know, the world's a rough place sometimes, and sometimes we just need a bit of fun investigative chat. So for the last few weeks or maybe even months, the timeline is Mm. a bit iffy. There have been rumours, reports, blind items that Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid are dating. So why this has come to the surface now is that they're both newly single. Leo and model actress Camilla Monroe recently ended their four-year relationship. I'm sure everyone saw the headlines. We talked about the spill. It was referenced at the Emmys. Everyone was linking it to the fact that she recently turned 25. And Gigi split from former One Direction star Zayn Malik in October of last year. I mean, they kind of split on and off, but I think that was their like major split after his alleged altercation with her mother Yolanda had did and obviously there was some kind of allegations around like a domestic assault that happened there were court papers it was very messy and now the two seem to be co-parenting with their young daughter Kai so where we get into the Leo and Gigi and so we should also say Leo 47 I feel like Philip that's been made clear the last couple of weeks (laughs) and Gigi 27 so there's always been like rumors and blind items but no like proper photographic evidence that they'd been at a together or hanging out and some people like you know they probably just run the same group of friends which is rich good-looking people but Mm -hmm. recently a source told people and people's usually quite good at vetting their sources like they don't run anonymous tips from people they don't know or anything like that like they always know the person so they ran an article recently that says they have been spending time in New York together and this is how you know the source is like maybe in like a Gigi or Leo camp because of the language they use they say They're getting to know each other and they're not dating yet. And then they're going to say, but Leo is definitely pursuing Gigi, which makes me think that it's a Gigi source that's dropped this information. (laughs) And then a third source says they've been seen hanging out with groups of people. It's only been a few weeks since the split. And since then, he's been spending time with friends and family. So the Daily Mail has run a couple of photos, which we're not going to link to because obviously we don't endorse paparazzi photos, but that's why everyone's talking about them today, where you can see them together at a party in New York. And they've kind of been photographed around, but there's no, a lot of people like write into Dumois a lot of the time saying like, I was just at a restaurant and I saw Leo and Gigi making out, or I was just at a party and I saw them holding hands, leaving together. But it's kind of like, like a Bigfoot situation where like everyone claims (laughs) to have seen it, but no one's managed to get a photo. The greatest mystery of our time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everyone's like, oh, I see it all the time. It's common knowledge. You see all these gossip bloggers being like, I can't believe anyone is not believing this. We've been reporting this for ages. Everyone knows, but no one has a picture. It's really weird. And then those photos that came out this week are the most 
blurry, like yeah. nondescript thing I've ever seen. Like it literally does look like those blurry Bigfoot photos that people are like, see, I saw Bigfoot. And you're like, is that a tree or is it Bigfoot? Is that Leonardo DiCaprio or is that just like a beige blur yeah. in the background <laughs> of someone's restaurant photo? Like it is so bizarre. I mean, he's like a, a handsome dark haired actor and she's like a blonde, beautiful girl, which is like everyone that they hang out with. Could be anyone. I don't know if I buy this really? as a relationship. So a few people are saying that he's trying to revamp his image after all the kind of crazy headlines Mm. and jokes that were made about him and Camilla splitting up and everyone doing those. Like we even did it too, that diagram that shows as all of his girlfriends reach 25, he lets them go essentially and thanks them for their service and says like, please, you know, (laughs) seek new opportunities. But I just don't believe that that would be the reason. I don't want to say like Leonardo DiCaprio is too good for PR spin. Like he's definitely not. All of those celebrities exist in a world of PR spin but I just don't think that this it's almost like adds to his like mythos as kind of like this old school Hollywood superstar player you know he makes these crazy movies and he's a method actor and we don't know anything in his life and he never does interviews you only ever see him on a yacht and he mysteriously dates all these young beautiful women I don't Mm. think that he saw those jokes about him dumping women at 25 and was like okay I need to get on top of this and if he did it's not the best look to just date someone who's 27 like it's not fixing the problem if there was a problem if you know what I mean it's like the least he could have done Gigi's 27 she has a child so there's kind of that added element of like is he a DILF now like can we go that far (laughs) I'm not ready for that he's pivoting into his like DILF era or something I don't know. It's just a little bit suspicious to me because of how it was planted with blind items for a while and then sort of like leaked out through, like you said, sources. Now we're getting these very mysterious Bigfoot photos. (laughs) Also, Gigi just launched like a knitwear brand or something. So like these headlines can't hurt. I feel like maybe all that's happening is that they're having a bit of a hookup and it's been picked up a little bit in tabloids, but they're being so careful. Because I do a lot of the time believe that if you want to have a secret relationship, even if you're that famous, you have the means to have a secret relationship. Well, that is a famous quote that Gigi once said. Oh, did she? Yeah, it's going around today. You know, like if you're that famous, you can have a relationship in private. You just have to go about it a different way. So, you know, I mean, they're a good looking couple if <laughs> yeah. they are a couple indeed. We'll be on the lookout for any more Bigfoot sightings should they occur. No, 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 no. Well, it feels... Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. Like, every day for the past few months, there's been a new headline and a new paparazzi image of Cara Delevingne. So the latest that's come out today, splashed across a bunch of tabloids and on social media as well, reportedly shows Cara's friend, Margot Robbie, looking, quote, distressed, and then correlating that to the fact that she was at Cara's house earlier in the day, even though, you know, we have no way of knowing what Margot Robbie is supposedly upset about. So that is all part of a narrative that's been going on within tabloids for the last few months about Cara Delevingne, what's been going on with her mental health and perhaps that she might be having a rough time. So we're going to get to that in a second, but I very quickly just want to run through how we got to this point, right? It seems like Cara's had quite a fast rise and then fall in Hollywood. 
Yeah, because for such a long time there, she was, when she first burst onto the scene as a model and then an actress, she did come across as very much the ultimate cool girl and Mm -hmm. like her aesthetic is something that everyone really coveted when she started dating Pretty Little Liar star Ashley Benson. Everyone was so enamoured with their relationship and them taking a sex bench happily into their home that they were in Mm -hmm. together. And then she kind of really blew up as a movie star. And even though a lot of her movie roles weren't very critically acclaimed, she was still this big draw card for studios and audiences to be in these huge projects like Suicide Squad or really highly anticipated book-to-movie adaptions like Paper Planes. And then her fashion really took off. Like she was the person who everyone wanted a photo of at the Met Gala. And there's those infamous images of her walking into Princess Eugenie's wedding in the suit and the top hat with like a toothpick. And there were allegations that she had literally stolen the focus from a royal wedding. She was that cool. The person that everyone in Hollywood wanted to hang out with and everyone wanted to date. For sure. She was like peak Tumblr era cool as well and like big on the internet. Everyone was just obsessed with her. They loved her and also just wanted to be her. Then I feel like there was a shift and maybe it was around the sex bench kind of time. There was also like a vagina tunnel and those sort of headlines. Yeah. I still think all that was in her cool era as we're kind of calling it. Like I feel like it's a bit more recent that stuff has happened. But you're right. When she shared her home and you know she has a a vagina tunnel that she crawls through and everything it was all this kind of like it all went into the mythology of who Cara Delevingne is and she almost had this kind of like playboy like almost like she was the Leonardo DiCaprio or something of Hollywood where she seemed to have a revolving pattern of partners but no one saw that as a bad thing which normally they would for women for her they saw it as she's so sexy everyone wants to date her she's a bit of a player she's got a new girl in every city and it was seen as like a very cool thing to like see her living that way. That's so true. That's a really good point. And then I think we get to sort of earlier this year when she sort of shifted into more of like an internet joke in a way, kind of like someone who was very easily memed. And so I think of when she was Megan The Stallion's plus one at the Billboard Mm. Music Awards in May. The story that came out of that was very much around Cara's like strange, in inverted commas, behaviour, right? Like both on the red carpet and inside the event, there were like videos of her that kind of went viral. They were memed. And then since then, it's felt like there's been new headlines, pet pics, you know, even videos published pretty much daily with words like erratic, distressed, disheveled. I even saw one that said hot mess, which is just like gross. The undertone of this, or maybe not even undertone because I feel like it's quite overt, the tone of this being that she is crazy. Yes, that she's gone off the rails, that she's abusing drugs and alcohol, all this stuff that's explaining her behaviour. There's just so much about this story that I hate. Firstly, there's this tendency that I'm seeing online of people diagnosing her or speculating about what might be going on with her health-wise. And I think just broadly, we shouldn't be diagnosing people that we don't know and even people that we do know. Like, we're not professionals. And I think that this feeds into misinformation and stigma around mental illness and addiction and all that sort of thing. A similar thing happened to Selena Gomez years ago. There was all this talk about her erratic behaviour on red carpets and that she was like literally up and down. Right. People speculated that was about a whole bunch of things. And then she came out publicly with her bipolar disorder diagnosis and anxiety. And so I think I just think it's a dangerous thing to be diagnosing people. 
Yeah, exactly. And so much of it gets lost in which side of the media coverage you see. Because at that event with Megan the Stallion, obviously, you know, it was so memeable. There were so many TikToks where it's it looked like she was rushing her on the red carpet or like jumping on her or like jumping in behind her in the audience. Whereas Cara actually gave an interview about that later on and said that she was invited to be her plus one and she was trying to be a hype girl. She's like, I was picking up her dress to mm. move it for the camera because dresses look better on the red carpet if they've got movement. I was supporting her. I was taking pictures of her and like we obviously don't know exactly what happened but it just showed how easily a few moments like that could be taken so out of context and blow it up into this big she's crazy she's the pest of the event kind of thing completely and then there's the other thing that I always think about that if Kara is going through a rough time right now then the way that she's being treated throughout traditional media and then also on social media and TikTok and the like just shows to me that we've really learned nothing over the last I guess decades, but particularly over the last year or maybe 18 months. Last year, I spent so much time writing about how media and audiences were kind of like reassessing our treatment of stars throughout the 2000s, right? And that came off the back of the Framing Britney Spears documentary. And there was such a large narrative and there was a lot of nasal gazing and there was a lot of like apology, essentially, from media and also from, you know, people that consume the content. And, you know, a lot of discussion about how it was horrible that we lived in a society that plastered Britney and her shaved head on front pages or, like, stalked Amy Winehouse to get the worst possible pictures. And, like, we sort of demanded redemption arcs for these women, rightly so in most cases, and we apologised for the things that we put them through. But then here we have with Cara, her quote-unquote issues, you know, if we sort of believe the narrative, they're now playing out on homepages and social media once again, and it's clear to me, like, we have not progressed at all, I don't think. And I feel like, are we going to have to wait five to ten years to have a documentary on Cara Delevingne? Exactly. Like, it's happening with Meghan Markle at the same minute too, this really mm-hmm. intense villainization. And I can just imagine watching these docos in ten years and being like, oh, I can't believe the media acted that way. And But this time around, we do have the hindsight to know that it's wrong. But with the Cara thing too, I mean, even those photos of Margot Robbie, like, I know they're paparazzi photos and they're awful, but, like, it's so hard to actually tell what her emotion is. And I think that's so important because that's what has sparked this new Cara discussion today. But the thing is, maybe she looks distressed because she's obviously being followed by 15 paparazzi with cameras. Uh And in the article, they say she was at this location, then she went to this location, then she went to the airport, then she checked in here. They're stalking her. And I was like, so she's had a group of presumably men, aggressive men with cameras following her for a whole day, shouting at her, taking photos. Of course, she looks distressed. It could have nothing Mm -hmm. to do with Cara. We need to do better. We know better, so do better. And, you know, no matter what's going on within someone's life, and, you know, celebrity is interesting, so we have the inherent interest, but, like, treating someone who may or may not be struggling, because, again, we don't know, someone's life is not, like, a spectacle for us to gawk at and to mock. And I just think we've reassessed that over the last couple of years, and so going forward, we need to take those lessons and do better. Well, thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. This episode of The Spill was produced by myself, Laura Brodnick and Gia Moylan with audio production by Rihanna Mooney. And we'll see you over at mamamia.com.au and over on The Spill Instagram. Bye. Bye.